Hello and welcome to By the Mash Tun, a podcast by a couple of nerds where we brew some beer, drink some beer, and then have a little chat about beer. I'm Mike Harrison Wood. I'm Carl Noble. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm really, really quite warm, though. It's a warm week. Oh, it's supposed to get hotter as well, Mike. Is it? Yes. Oh. It's well. supposed to be like like full on heat wave. Now, I'm fairly <laughs> confident we've been having a heat wave since March. Yeah. Uh, because I don't think it's rained. No, and you, you hate warm. I hate well. the warm. Mm. So, you know, this is this is real hot for me. Yeah. And it's unpleasant. You're wearing just your shorts again? I'm wearing just my shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Now that that is that's how I do house. Yeah. Sometimes I mean you're lucky I'm wearing shorts. Yeah. I could just be wearing my underpants. <laughs> in all fairness, it's true. What yeah. are we brewing today? I don't know. What are we brewing today? <laughs> today <laughs> we are brewing a black IPA. Oh, yes. Well, I do like a black IPA. Yes, a somewhat mildly controversial uh, style. Is it because it's the black pale ale? Yes, is, is it that? So some people get really hung up about that for some reason, and even yeah, though it's that, just a yeah. it's just a word thing. Yeah, exactly. Who could I'm going to be black and be a pale It's Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry like, about it because you're not drinking it in India yeah, either. Exactly, so. and it and it hasn't been made to be transported to India. So no, don't worry about that either. And un- even under some definitions of ale, like if you go back centuries, yeah, uh, anything with hops in wasn't considered ale. It had to be grew it. So we'll, well get, yeah, there we'll, you go. So we'll get into that. It's, in... it's all wrong then. It's isn't all it? wrong. Yeah, <laughs> but it is black and it is tasty. Yes. So there you go. Lovely, lovely, excellent. Well, uh, you can. You, I think you've got the recipe there, so you can you can give us a quick talk through yes. exactly what it is we're brewing. So, uh, well, first of all, I should mention. What a black IPA actually is, aside it. from the controversy. Yeah. Controversy? or Controversy. Contro- yeah, one of the two. Who knows? It's a very controversial <laughs> topic. <laughs> uh, the, a black IPA is considered to be black, obviously, yeah. but also very hoppy. Okay. And that's it's not a particularly old style. It's only been around for about 10 years yeah. on, as, on, on a mass market, yeah. um, where you've got that big surge of american hop flavor coming in and uh, about 10 years ago a lot of people thought wow let's put that in a dark beer instead of a light beer yeah so uh, but but you know for like from what i know about black ipas they're not um as kind of heavy on the the mock it's not like they've just went for a a hopped stout no and that is a style yeah, in and of itself. Yeah, so 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 it is different from that. It, it's not just mm. that. It's like okay, well, you've got a dark beer and they've just banged loads of hops into it. It's still got that light, clean, crisp taste, yeah. but with a you know a bit of a dark roast undertone. Yeah, it's it's definitely more of a balance between the two. It's not well, no, the the stout, the hoppy stout is more of the balance because then yes. you've got quite an aggressive malt character and then an aggressive hop character, and they yeah. sort of mingle quite well. Whereas the black IPA does have dark roast flavors, but they're very low down, yes, and yeah. you've got the hop flavor dominating it a lot more, and uh, the aftertaste then having that nice balance of the dry fruity hop, and then the, uh, just a hint of that dry roasty malt. Yeah. So. Okay. So what 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 is the dark malt you're putting in it? So the the base malt. Uh, that I'm using is Marisotta. Yeah, that uh, we, 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 yeah, yeah. It, it's the one we seem to use just as standard as our base malt. And they, and there's yes. and there's a little there's a little bit of it. And I don't know how much yeah. you like to eat Marisotta. So mm. I'm thinking about you know next time you come round for an evening of drinking, I'm just going to put instead of nibbles, I'm just going <laughs> to put balls of grain out for you. I would like that. I'm sure you would. Please do. 
Okay. So but Marisol, yeah, very sweet, very white bready. Uh, you got just a little bit of that sort of white cr- white bread crust flavor. Mm. But mm, very nice, very nice. Then the malt that I'm using for adding that darker, roasty, delicious flavor is one called Carafa 3. Okay. Uh, there's there's quite a few dark malts to choose from. Yeah. Or dark grains, I should say. Uh, the the main two that have been used for uh, uh, many years are black malt, which is you take malt and you just roast it and roast it and you keep roasting it until it's black. Yeah. And that's yeah, lovely. Um, it's a nice sort of coffee type mm, taste. Yeah. The really- things that I find like. If you if you if you don't get too dark, you get sort of like chocolatey notes. But then if you go mm. darker, you end up with a, with a sort of like roasted coffee. Yeah, and and real aggressive yeah. sort of dry. Uh, you've also uh, got uh, roasted barley, which is similar, but you don't go through the malting process. And the malting process is when you know you you get the grains slightly wet, so they start to sprout. Yeah, uh, converting a lot of the starches in the grain to sugars, and then you roast it to yeah. kill it off and stop it sprouting with roasted barley you don't malt it you just roast the barley grain yeah, so, so, so you're not getting any of the uh, the sugar or, or not a lot of the sugars released yeah that way so i mean uh, some of them flavor. do come out anyway well um, yes yeah yeah they will do but but not to the extent that uh would happen with say like a malted barley yeah although it, it that would be Presumably, if it's in like a hundred percent you would get a lot less sugar but mm. the enzymes from other grains would apply in the mashing is that yes is yeah, that yeah. true i is that it, how the science it, works uh without having it written down in front of me it sounds correct okay but i would have to reread um certain <laughs> textbooks yeah to, you know give you a solid yes or no on that one well, now but, we know what to learn well there we go yeah because it's definitely something i have read before yes <laughs> but you know i couldn't tell you which enzymes they are or exactly how they function Cool. Uh, but then the third one, uh, the, the third darker malt, is called Carafa. And that is de-husked before it's roasted. Okay. So there's a theory, at least, that part of the really aggressive dry uh, roast flavors from the black malt yeah. that are aggressive to the point where they're unpleasant sometimes... Uh, come more from the husk than they do from the actual grain itself. Yeah, okay, now I can see that. Um, and so the idea being that if you de-husk it first, you still get that dark flavour, you still get a bit of, uh, you still get that dark, dark colour as well, yeah. but less of that aggression. Okay, so so you don't get that sort of like, oh, it's got a slightly like acrid burn sort of taste. Yeah, that's okay. that's the idea behind it anyway. Yeah. Uh, you, you see it a lot in... Um, the sort of Schwarzbier type German styles, uh, yeah. where it is very light and clean tasting, but it is dark, and and that's how you get that uh, very low roast flavour. I sure you didn't, didn't just bring coffee beans, because <laughs> that's that's what it looks like and it's what it tastes mm. like. It just looks like you've brought some ground coffee beans. Yeah, for all that talk about it being dehusked and therefore less acrid, it's very acrid. Yeah, but I mean, we are just shoving it straight into our face. Yeah, and, and that is Carafa Three, which is the most intensely roasted. Yes, yeah. off. Well, like whenever I've used it, I've always used it as a like, right, I want some, you know, big flavor going on here, and it, like, I just, it, it really, really accentuates that flavor for me. Mm. Find so it's used in, especially in black IPAs, quite small quantities. I thought. 
Yes. Yeah. There's there's very very low percent. Do you, do, uh, do you know what your percentage the, is there? Yeah. The percentage is four point three. Right. Okay. So yeah, not a lot at all. Not really. a lot. No. The the rest of it's all marisotto. This yeah. is a very very simple grain bill. I'm doing it just enough that it's black but not enough that it's really impart be... that flavor yeah but, i mean that, that, that's kind of what you want though like when you're when you're doing certain styles simple's good mm. like you know there's something to be said for like you know big malt complexity and hop complexity and you know all of that but a nice simple grain bill nice yeah. simple hop bill it's actually really nice and, and, it is. and very fun to brew as well because yeah. you can at that point you can start maybe tweaking with how you're brewing you're brewing process as opposed to not really having to worry too much about um the recipe you're using yeah so especially if you're trying something new you know if you've got uh i don't know some new equipment or something like that i would always suggest nice simple recipe just just to give it <laughs> a because you know that if something goes wrong it's not the recipe that's gone wrong true True. And that's, uh, you know, it, it, it's just, it's good science, I think. Yeah, one yeah. variable at a time. Exactly. Or minimize the variable changes. Per yes, yeah, brew. yeah. Yeah, and and it's also uh, a bit of a kickback from a beer that I brewed uh, sort of 18 months ago. Okay. Uh, where I was going for more of a session black IPA. Yeah. Uh, about sort of 3.8, 3.9. Yeah. I've it, It's a style I've had b- b- before many times and I, I very much enjoyed it, so I thought i'd take a punt yeah it's the it's the first attempt i did at a black ipa and i went way too complex on the malt body yeah and it it was lovely but it ended way it ended up way more like a very intensely hoppy traditional mild so not not <laughs> traditional but yeah, uh, yeah for a mild basically yeah I, I i think that can be the um it can be the downfall for a lot of home brewers is going too complex too quickly like like yeah. thinking that every every recipe has to be the weirdest and most wonderful <laughs> thing you could possibly get yeah. hold of and it's like nah just stick like stick to what you know mm. like get the basics down and then then really tweak. right really yeah. work like if you look at any professional brewery you know they will have got the basics down they'll have got it nailed and with the exception of a few you won't see them banging out really obscure stuff all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's becoming more and more popular now, you know, like brewing with, well, what we were talking about last time, brewing with like burgers and fries <laughs> and, you know, like you see yeah. all sorts of mad stuff going on. But even but then... you know those breweries have got simple beers that they're also pushing out yeah. and have just got nailed. And even then the grain bill will probably be Quite simple. Well, I'd hope so. Because yeah. when you mash it with burgers <laughs> and fries... Uh, yeah, you don't really want the malt to be the, the most intense flavour there. No. So, Lovely. yeah, like, like, like that, I think that is... I, I think it's good advice for pretty much anybody is, you know, try and keep your recipes simple. Experiment. Yeah. But... Oh, yeah. Know, Lovely experimenting. Yeah. But be prepared for those experiments to not work out <laughs> as well as you expect them to. Yeah. Yeah, uh, also, there are hops in it. Uh, well, I, I, I should mention. bloody hope so. Yes. What, what, what you got? Uh, just a shit ton, really. I, I went for mostly two. There's there's a, a tiny bit of Summit that I had left over from another brew just for bittering. So that that's going to be in the 60-minute boil. Um, and for as, as we've mentioned before, the, the hops that go in at the 60-minute point don't really 
give any flavor or aroma they just no. give that dry bitter finish yes yeah so, so uh, which which hops have you gone for for that uh so that's uh summit so uh, there you go yeah. yes sorry I, did, did i say summit that? or did it sound like something um it might it might have sounded like something summit. um oh summit. i put something in uh, I, I put i put i put summit in there it's like well, i hope so yeah um, but so, okay so summit the hop right, summit okay. the hop i'm with you <laughs> um hello summit the hop <laughs> hello uh that's good so yeah that, that obviously you've gone for that for that for the high alpha and the good thing about using something high alpha is it means you don't have to use a lot yeah which is good so yeah that, that, it, and it, summit's it, high yeah so it's a good um good cost effective way of brewing i find mm. just find a hop that is cheap and has <laughs> real high alpha and just use small quantities of that for all your bittering yeah like you yeah, know, it's like, not going to give much flavor, if anything. Exactly. So, so just bang, bang that in. Yeah. That seems to work. So what have you gone for? Because you're going to be dry hopping. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have yeah. some late edition hops. Yeah. Uh, have yeah, you yeah, went yeah. for the same hop for late edition as you have for dry hopping? Yeah. Or have you I, changed them? I, I've not gone for a single hop. I've gone for a blend of two. Okay. Um, uh, One of them I've used many times before because it's relatively cheap and it's a UK hop. Uh, it's called Olicana. Yes, yeah. That is, yeah, very big fruity flavor. I like Olicana. Yeah. Uh, and then to complement that, I've gone with Chinook. Yeah. Which has obviously lots of fruit and uh, grapefruit and that type of thing, but also quite a bit of pine character. Yes, yeah. And I a resiny sort of yeah. taste to it. And I know, uh, talking to other brewers, I, I've not really sort of experimented with it myself, that one of the big hop flavors that complement roast yeah. is pine yes and and having pine and roast together is a lovely flavor uh the it's like coffee by a campfire yeah mm. some of the more sort of zingy citrusy notes tend to be a bit masked by a bit of that body so you, yeah you might yeah, get grapefruit and orange and stuff like that coming through but lemon sort of tends to get a bit squashed yes uh you and you need a lot to give it some whereas pine just it, it, it doesn't it sit above or below. Well. It sits at the side. Yeah, and just, it, it, they, it just complements it well. Mm, they That's shake good. hands and have a good good old natter around the fire. <laughs> Lovely. In the Lovely. woods. Pine and... I don't know. Yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm with you for that. Yeah. So anything else changed with this recipe? Anything anything different that you would that you would normally be doing but you're not mm. doing this time or something no, new uh, you're doing? No. USO5. Yeah. For... So, so nice clean fermentation. Yeah. Not not too fussed about uh, having yeasty like reactivate the yeast. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's good to go. Yeah, uh, already. Um, yeah, I didn't didn't tweak the water because I still haven't. No, really. Well, well, that's it. Like, 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 like when we brew around here, I use water treatment, but when we brew around yours, um, yeah, we don't. So. Yeah, and uh, well, I, I have been doing quite a bit of water research. I still haven't done a test of my own personal water. Yeah. But I know that we're in a very high uh, calcium carbonate area. Yeah. Uh, there's just fucking chalk everywhere. 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 Just rolling down the street. Exactly. And so whilst it may not be good for the real crisp, zingy IPA sort of and pale ale stuff, it does actually complement a darker malt very well. And it sort yeah. of rounds that out a bit. So with roast and pine and love, it, it should be quite a sweet, full smooth black ipa yes. hopefully yeah. without any changes to the water. well i'm i'm looking forward to it when it's done love you know it is it sounds just perfect yeah just perfect so we'll see uh the only other tweak i've done is more 
because I, I, it's my favorite style. More. I've and just, I've I've just, just done more. Yeah, how, I've, how, I've how made much, more. How much more have you done? Uh, I've done 40 liters. Okay. I normally do about 30 so that there's enough for one keg and quite a few bottles. Yeah. But I'm doing Are you a double kegging? No. Oh, you just I do keg and a shit ton of bottles. <laughs> Sorry. I keep swearing. It's, it's, is it's that all, fine? Well, I think so because chances are the vast majority of our audience are going to be of drinking age. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't yeah. don't start busting out constant swear words. Okay. But, you know, the odd occasional one I think is probably acceptable. Yeah, that's fine then. Eh, I think that's exactly yeah. yeah. Um So yeah, that's 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 going. It's smelling lovely. It is smelling we, lovely. We tried some of these uh, darker malts. The 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 Carafa three's not very pleasant to eat on its own. I I'm am just thinking gonna... later on we try and make some coffee with it. Just bang it through like a oh, I wonder if you bang through a percolator or something like that. Let's do it. Or have I got a um, press thing? Aeropress. No, I don't have an Aeropress. Oh, okay. Sadly. Oh, well. Oh, well. Right, uh, let's listen to some beer ye, beer ye. It's time for the beer news. Let's listen to some beer news. Yeah. Ooh. So the, the big news this week. Oh, it is big. Uh, yeah, it's been rumoured for a long time, and we've uh, only got the confirmation uh, this week, that Heineken have bought a... Large minority stake of a large town. minority. Yeah. yeah, it's it's almost fifty percent. Yeah, isn't it? I it, can't it, remember exactly. It, well, what, it was, what the... I think it was forty nine point five percent of Beavertown. Yeah, Beavertown. A lot of people were not happy about yeah. that. Yeah, were they not? Beavertown, very well respected uh, brewer. Yeah, from from London uh, that yeah. have been bashing out some very special beers for a long but, time. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, like ev- everybody knows their staples. Everyone knows, like, Neck Oil, Bloody yep. Ale, uh, you know, uh, Gamma Ray. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. They, they, they've got some real staples in the sort of, like, craft beer scene. And they were they were on the go quite quickly. I mean, it helped that they had quite a good startup. You know, yeah. they, they weren't just starting off as, like, a small little brewery. They had no, quite no. a bit of money behind them. Yeah, similar to other ones in our area, such as Sinecraft. Yeah, exactly. It's... So they, they were able to kind of enter the market quite large, yeah. uh, which really helps because it means that when you do start getting uh, big demand, you can actually meet that demand with your supply. Whereas yeah. some breweries fold through their own success because, yeah. because the, the, the demand outstrips their supply and they just can't keep up with it. Yeah. But they weren't in that position. So they did really well, established themselves really well. And now, yeah. now they've sold nearly half of their company to somebody else. Yeah. So important things to realize is that it's not a majority stake. So Heineken cannot force them to do anything at any point. In theory. No, but I mean, if somebody had... Forty-nine point five percent control of your body. Yeah. Well, that's not. That's. Uh, I, it's a nice metaphor. I don't. I don't think it's fully. It's not quite apt. No, because yeah. you, you, like you are correct that in the in any sort of decision about where the company's going and what they're doing, um, they have they don't have the ability to just override a decision. Yeah. But what it does allow them to do that if they can just get five percent of the other. 51 and or 50 and a half percent to agree that's it that decision's made yeah yeah and there's a lot of presumably people that they can well you'd have thought so i i i I don't know the makeup of their board or anything like that but 
Yeah, a lot of people weren't happy about it. No. Like, like to the point where um, Beaver Town have like a kind of annual party um, yeah. or kind of like mini beer festival and some breweries have just went, nope, we're not doing yeah, that. Yeah, Cloudwater were the yeah. big one. Yeah, And a lot of people were going, I want my money back for my tickets. Yeah, And Beaver Town have turned around and said, no, the event's still going ahead. You can't have your money back. So yeah, a lot of people are not happy about yeah. what's going on right now. I don't really know how I feel about it. I'm not. I'm not pleased about it. No. But I don't think it's going to change Beaver Town too much in the near future. No. And my, I, I, I try and hold back from the sort of knee-jerk reaction of, oh, this is bad, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, and because just because they're big does not mean that they're evil. No. Yeah, so that's kind of tricky. It, it, we have to wait for them to do something that is bad before we can say that yeah. it's I mean, it, bad. It, yeah, it, it, it all depends on kind of um, what what their reasonings behind it is. Like, did, did they just want to kind of get close to 50% of their business just because they were profitable and they thought, yeah. like, well, we can make some money out of this and not change it. But yeah. even if that is the initial, the initial interest these things never go by without some level of change i don't know so like well, it, things will things will happen but they might be a positive yeah well they th- might not as we mentioned in uh, i believe it was episode 1 uh, when fullers took over darkstar yeah i i've not seen any repercussions of that no have, have no, no 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 well not like not at a not at a kind of end of level sort of way like, like, like not from the the punter drinking the beer section of mm. things um i mean i imagine there's probably been changes within the company that if you work within the company you've probably felt um yeah. but you know from the end product side of things i haven't noticed anything yeah so um, but then fuller's have sometimes a weirdly hands-off and yeah whereas and heineken it, yeah. i don't know well that's it it's whether or not heineken are just going to try and know, increase volume to try and get uh, their beers you know to a wider audience but that can have negative effects i mean like the big yeah. one to me that springs to mind is doom bar I, I used to drink doom bar quite a lot when i lived down in cornwall and it was brilliant like really really nice beer and then it just got massive and now yeah. now it's the real ale that is pretty much everywhere and personally I don't think it's very good anymore. Like I, no. I, I, I think it used to be really nice, and then as soon as it became right, this is a big beer, mass production. They they lost something, and ultimately that was going to happen because yeah. the recipe would have to change. Um, or... I do remember many years ago it did have a bit more of that sort of bite to it, a bit more yeah. malt, and then obviously you try it now and it's essentially just sugar water. It's, yes, it's yeah. so and dulled it, it down. Was, it was difficult to get a hold of outside of Cornwall yeah. and Devon when I was drinking it. And then all of a sudden it was everywhere and yeah, yeah. literally everywhere. Almost within the space of about six months. Yeah. It just went crazy. So it'd be interesting to see whether or not something like that happens with, I don't know, like Gamma Ray or um, Neck Oil, where yeah. you know, it's, it's nice and it's still quite it's still quite big at the moment, but... I mean, imagine if you start seeing it in every single pub. Yeah. And that's that's another one of my big fears with it is that obviously Heineken have an incredible distribution network. Yes. And 
when you do start seeing, for example, let's let's take Gamma Ray in country pubs around the country. If it's suddenly in every pub overnight, it's not going to sell quick no. enough for it to maintain good quality. Yes. And yeah. so you're going to have people, unfortunately, seeing this exciting marketing. Oh, look at the nice shiny badge. I'm going to try it. And it's a bad pint because it's been in the lines for yeah. three weeks. And then it ends up with a bad name. Yeah. So, and then that person never tries anything yeah, interesting in, ever again. again. Yeah. But but then also the, 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 the side, that side of it will lead to, um, you know, decisions of, right, okay, well, we're having to produce it on this amount, but we're not making the money out of it. Now we're going to have to compromise on ingredients. Yeah. Because the ingredients are expensive. And, and the thing with Beaver Town is because they went in with a lot of money, they were able to just go, das, sod it. Like, you know, if it makes a loss, it makes a loss. It's our money. But as soon as it's somebody else's money yeah, and they yeah. have a vested interest, yeah, you've got problems. So, yeah. like you say, I'm I'm going to hold off on any sort of knee-jerk reaction of like, oh, God, it's all doom and gloom. Yeah. I'm not pleased that it went that way, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll know? see. Like, 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 like time will tell as to what happens. And yeah. I don't think we're going to see any any sort of major changes no. for another year or two. And thought. ultimately, the beer is still nice to drink. So. Currently. Currently yes. it is. But yeah, we'll find out. Lovely. Yeah. Talking about beer. Yes. Um, I think maybe maybe having a beer might be a Ooh, nice idea. But yeah. I've I eaten want, a lot of Marisotta lately, so I could wash and, that down. And also some um, acrid coffee grounds. Mm. Um, but yeah, before we get to that, Ooh. Uh, I think it's probably worth mentioning the uh, the old Patreon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, we are on kaiju.fm. That is the network that we are on alongside yes. uh, lots of other podcasts. Good quality podcasts. Good quality podcasts, in fact. And to keep that network running, we or Kaiju FM has set up a Patreon page. So if you go to kaiju.fm, and just hit the support us button. That'll take you to our Patreon page. That is where, you know, if you're feeling uh, pretty flush this month, Ooh. you can always chuck a dollar or two in, and that really helps us out. Um, it goes towards uh, paying for the upkeep of the network. You know, it doesn't buy our beer. Don't worry, we we yeah. we pay for our own beer. Yeah, that's not that much of an issue. But it goes towards keeping the network up and running. Um, which is a you know a great thing. There is different pledge uh, reward levels which you can check out on the Patreon page. And if you can't donate anything, and that's perfectly fine, there's other ways that you can help support the network, help support us, listen to the other podcasts, rate them on things like iTunes, wherever else you listen to the podcast. That makes a big difference. Um, yeah, and that's that's the Patreon. Yay! And it, you know it's it, it it's a nice crowdfunding way of dealing with you know you getting to listen to loads of good quality podcasts yeah and seriously check out all the other podcasts on kaiju fm as well they're all great they are i think we've actually got an advert for one yeah coming up around about now okay in a world that appears to make no linear sense there's a time traveling rabbit with an important agenda what is it no one knows but it has something to do with basketball Welcome to a reality where a famous pig actor turned despotic leader rules with an iron fist, and a psychopathic duck may be our only hope for salvation. Welcome to the Tooniverse. The Space Jam Continuum is a show where two brave souls attempt to create a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. Looney Tunes, from 1937 all the way to Space Jam. 
Why? Because in an era where all people want is a cinematic universe and reboots of all cartoons, we're the only ones with a resolve to combine the two. So join us every Wednesday as we explore the depths of the Tooniverse, slowly clawing our way ever closer to the 1996 classic. That's the Space Jam Continuum, every Wednesday at kaiju.fm or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, and we advise you start at the beginning. It's a good idea. Right then, uh, well, but b- before we get to this, Cascadian Dark Ale. Yes. <laughs> no, I, uh, as I was pouring this beer, I suddenly remembered one of the issues with Black IPA naming yeah. uh, has been that there was this tussle between two or three different names. So there was American Dark, no, was it American Black Ale? Right, okay. Uh, or um, was it uh, India Black Ale? Or right. American, I can't remember all of them. But one of the interesting ones was actually Cascadian Dark Ale. Interesting. Yeah, named after Cascadia, which is a region of Northwest America. It's based. It's basically the the north of California, Oregon, and all the way up to the top of Washington. Yeah, uh, and that sort of mountain range up there is is called Cascadia. Where, well, there you go. Yeah, where a lot of hops are grown. Yeah, and that was notorious for making Cascadian Dark Ale famous. And and then they people just settled on Black IPA. Yeah, because it's despite it having that uh, contrary sort of description, it's you, more descriptive. Do you want to try and bring Cascadian Dark Ale back? Is that is that what you're suggesting? You want to try and make this? No. Should, no. I, should, should I label this episode <laughs> Cascadian Dark Ale? I think it's it's a nice name because it doesn't have that contradiction in there okay. in it, but. It's less obvious what it is from someone for someone who doesn't really know. Well, what as about. as people, uh, well, hopefully, have been listening to this whole episode, they know we're talking about black IPAs. Mike, tell us what this Cascadian Dark Ale is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we blathered on quite a lot about Beavertown, and this is a beer by Beavertown. It is their black IPA. It's called Black Betty. I do like this beer. And it is 7.4%. Holy cow! Yeah. <laughs> so black IPAs do tend to get quite strong. Well, uh, it, it, like, 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 as, as an IPA probably should be. It, yeah. should, it should be in the higher end of the exactly. uh, percentage. You tend to get them very similar ABVs to, for example, West Coast IPAs, where yeah. it's all the sort of 6 to 8 range, yeah. in, in America at least. Whereas in the UK, that again, creeps down 1% because of the UK sort of drinking culture. Yes. So w- one of the biggest names that I saw early on was Conqueror by Windsor & Eaton, and that is a 5% black IPA. Yeah. Whereas this one, obviously, they're not shying around. Oh, 7.4. No. Black Betty. Black Betty. It's a great can as well. Yeah. Something nice Beaver Town have always done well. They've always, they've always done their, their art. Yeah. Nice. What what can you get in the nose there? Definitely getting uh, like a real hop punch, but there is that multi character, which is quite interesting because yeah. it, it, it like you look at it and obviously you're like right okay dark beer, but as soon as you smell it you're like yeah that is full of hops. I think I just went to sniff the microphone then that was a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Do you, do you, do you, I was going to say, do you want to lick the microphone as well? I mean, really, what you're sniffing <laughs> is the pop filter in front of you. Mm, mm, lovely pop filter. But yes, I, I agree. Hoppy, malty. Yeah. Yeah. It's real nice, though. Yeah. Going it, for, it, it, it's got a good complex uh, hop character going on, I find. Mm. How's that? Yeah, that's very nice. Considering this is our first drink of the day. And one of the points I bang on about a lot is that alcohol musks alcohol. Oh. 
So going for a weaker beer, then a stronger beer, means that a stronger beer doesn't taste as strong as it would do yes. if you went into it first. Having said that, which we have going into this first, it does not taste strong. No, it doesn't. It, it like that, that that seven plus percent that it has. It's like mm, yeah, I, I, you could get danger juice on this. Like yeah. this isn't um, <laughs> this isn't tasting as strong as it actually is. It's no. very nice. It's got a real a real nice aftertaste to it. It's got that that dark malt character yeah but with a real nice bitterness which because which is coming from the hops yeah like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, like, it, i think it would have been more unpleasant more unpleasant that makes it sound like it is unpleasant <laughs> it would have been less pleasant <laughs> would have been less pleasant if that uh, bitterness had come from the grain whereas it hasn't it's come directly from the hops and yeah it's real nice yeah yeah and you still get uh, that fruitiness of the hops right at the front but it mm. does tend to die down pretty quick. Same with the malt. There's there's a big malt flavour at the front, and then that yeah. dies away. And there's a real just... sweetness as well, but I think yeah, that's, I think that's probably the alcohol, out of mm. thought. Yeah, you might be right there. Like, 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 like right at the start, you just get uh, like a real sweetness, and then the malt character just comes through, and then just a real yeah. punchy hit of hops. Yeah, aside, aside from the aftertaste, it's almost got like a big American brown sort of yeah. robustness to it. Yeah, you know, sweet, full, malty, hoppy, but then it gives way very crisply to yeah. to that, to that black IPA like, finish, like like that. The aftertaste, that's still there as well. Like the aftertaste, just there's just this real nice bitterness. Mm. It's really good. It's quite, despite the sweetness at the start, it's quite dry though. Mm. I find. Well, that 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 was uh, that yes, you're, you're pulling all sorts of <laughs> it's dry faces. Dry. My mouth is dry. Yeah. Just... Anyway, the, the, thanks Beaver Town for that one. Yeah, and no, yeah if was... you change that, we'll be really upset. Yeah, um, and if you do decide to change it, any of your uh, back stock you don't want, by all means, <laughs> send it to us. <laughs> yes, that would be wonderful. Yes, please send to Cal and Mike. Yeah, please. Uh, at one of their houses. Yes, in Reading. <laughs> yes, should we get another beer? I think it's a good idea. Okay, what's next? Ooh, uh, very nice artwork on oh, wow, the bottle. It's a beer by De Cromer Herring. De Cromer Herring? What's that I all about? I presume that's the, the uh, translation. Yeah. No, translation, the pronunciation. Yeah. Uh, which translates well, then. Uh, to the Crooked Herring. The Crooked Herring. Yeah, these are from the Netherlands. And uh, the beer itself is called Inked Vis. Oh, which, it's, a, it's fantastic artwork. I, yeah. I love the like the squid attacking the diver, and there's some hops down there. Yeah. Who knows why the giant hops are down there? Because they're big hops compared to that diver. <laughs> Does he take them it's, down? It's a strange world down there. It the, is a strange world. Is, is the squid a home brewer? Maybe. Maybe. I'm guessing this he is going to be some sort of squid ink IPA, isn't it? No, it's just a black IPA. All oh, right. Okay. So well, let's have a little look at the bottle then. Oh, there's, man, the the, the divers have some opinions, which they're talking about. On the bottle. Oh, yeah. Well, apparently, uh, Inked Vis is a black IPA, as we think they are meant to be. A surprisingly refreshing dark beer that enriches the fruity and bitter aromas of the hops with a touch of dark roast. Mm. How, how do you feel about that? Um, smells a bit different. Ooh. Well, the, the first thing to notice is it was a little bit overprimed. It poured very uncooperatively. 
out of the bottle. Was, um, it, was it stubborn? Yes. But it wasn't stubborn because it didn't want to come out. It was stubborn because it really wanted out. <laughs> it wanted to, yeah, it, 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 it was like, wanted like to out too much. Get me out of here. It wanted to be on the sides, not, yeah. not in the glass. All, all over the sides of the counter. Yeah. So it, it's, yes, it's oh, a little bit weaker as well. Six point, hang on, the bottle's over here. Six percent. Six percent? Yes. What's interesting, like, like looking at this head, uh, it was a lot larger when I got it earlier, but now that it's went down, it looks like a cross section of sourdough. Yes. Uh, all bubbly and stuff. <laughs> all bubbly. Mm. A little bit like Krausen almost as well. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not. No. Oh, but, it smells uh, amazing though. Mm. Let's, uh, you, you go in for a little chat. Okay. It's uh, the aroma is very good though. You've you've got uh, you've got pine actual sort of pine on the nose as as well as fruitiness, but there, it doesn't have that malt brunt behind it. Oh, that is interesting. I don't know whether or not uh, because of the quite explosive nature of it when it came out, it's not that carbonated. Mine isn't anyway. No, I'm finding that it's. I mean, like it, it, it's not flat by any means. No, but it just seems that I think. It blew its load on the opening of a bottle. <laughs> I think that's where it yeah. mostly went. It fussed all over the floor yeah. and then didn't fuss no more. Yeah, exactly. It's very nice, though. Mm. So, yeah, oh, real big. Um, yeah, I see what they mean about it being a bit more chocolatey in, yeah. the, in the body, but it's very sweet, very fruity chocolate, which lasts for a long time, but then does eventually give way to that black IPA finish, that quite dry and uh, lingering yeah it doesn't have the same um the same sweetness right at the start as the beaver town no. does either so that, that does i mean obviously it is a bit weaker mm. um but it does seem that the that the yeast has taken care of maybe a bit more of the sugar so so it's possible that there was slightly more unfermentables in the beaver town mm. um than just the the alcohol would lead to yeah yeah it it is I wouldn't say sweet, but it is rounded. It at is. The start. Yeah. It's, it's not biting. At but, all. but it's definitely it's re- like real nice aftertaste. Like that, that, that chocolatey mm. is brilliant. Yeah, like yeah. It's really good. The, the, um, the contrast with the Beaver Town is, de- is definitely the amount of time it takes to change from that front first flavor to yeah. the lingering aftertaste. Yeah. Because it's, it's almost like 10 seconds before, yeah. it, before it finishes and all you get is that dry, hoppy finish. It's oh, really good. Yeah, might need to look out for for more by these guys. Actually, yeah, do you come ahead? It's, it's the first time I've come across them. Yeah, they were at uh, uh, the craft beer festival in Reading recently. Ah, were uh, they? Yes, I, I craft theory. I was I was out running. Yes, they they had a they had a stand there. I they had some there. very nice stuff. Yeah, very nice stuff. Now, I, I I did really want to go, but unfortunately the uh, the the running over the day took precedent and i just didn't make it back in time mm. these things happen it way. does but uh, i'm getting to try them now and i'm yeah. very happy about it oh yeah your big runs next week isn't it yeah it's next saturday <laughs> good luck thanks i'm, I'm it's gonna hurt man it's yeah. gonna hurt I, I am half tempted to at the halfway point because <clears throat> uh, i've got a transition bag to stash a quick beer in there <laughs> and just neck it because you know like like a quick can mm. of beer energy like, well, it'll be like the the alcohol helped take away some of the pain. That'll yeah. be good. Um, it'll be a nice little boost. The only yeah. the only downside is I'm probably going to have to down it quite quickly, so carbonation might become sort of like <laughs> might be an issue. Um, and also, you know, any level. Of, I mean, it's, it shouldn't dehydrate me at all. 
um you know the alcohol shouldn't be enough but i am going to be that's going to be 26 miles in so i'm going to be fairly dehydrated anyway so the alcohol is going to have a big effect yeah maybe go for like a super super session one yeah last week's kettle sour that that'd be a That'd be yeah, a good one to yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be good. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 toying with the idea. I think I'll probably end up not. I'll probably just Fair save enough. any beers until the after bit. But I might take one of them along for mm. the after bit, because that'd be quite nice. Yeah. Should we get another beer then? Um, it's not a bad idea. I mean, how many more we got left? Just the one more. Oh well, let's let's do it. Yeah. So, what's happening here then? So we've got a uh third and final. Yep. Black IPA. It is by an Estonian brewery called uh, Povjala or P- Pojala. I, I don't know how to have a little, pronounce a little that. Look at that. No, I don't know why you're giving it to me to look at, but I thought I'd ask. Yeah. Well, yeah. you are you are a linguist. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> not true. I don't know about that. Um, yeah. So this Pojala. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I had a go at it. There yeah. we go. Anybody else know? That'd be good. Chime in with your answers. Please let us know. Yeah. Answers on a postcard, please. Yeah. Um, but this is uh, so the bottle was a little bit confusing uh, because because you couldn't find out how to get out. No, they it's the it, top. It, Mike. It's always <laughs> the top. Take the top it, it's it's more the, the the words they were using because uh, they they haven't called this a black IPA as such. They've called it a forest IPA, but then this is a black version of a their forest, forest IPA. Black yeah. IPA brewed with hand picked spruce tips and forest blueberries. Exactly, which sounds delicious. But this when I first saw the what, ooh, what? the serving, the, the, they've given a serving temperature. You don't often see that on a bottle. Like, so a serving between eight and twelve degrees. I've got a thermometer mm. around. We could actually check if we're serving so not this correctly. not proper fridge not, temperature. No, no, like cellar, cellar temperature. temperature. Mm. So yeah, how is it? Interesting. Is it sprucey? Yeah. Well, that's uh. It it smells it because it's not very strong. It's it's seven percent. Seven percent. Not very strong. Not very strong compared <laughs> That's not to very the strong, Seven percent. But it's it's smelling a lot more uh, imperial Ooh, stouty. Yeah, it is. Like isn't it? it's it's got that really dark malt flavour to it. Oh yeah, it, uh, it, it smells. Yeah, it, sorry. It, it it smells like when I put it in my mouth, it's going to be viscous. Mm. That's what it smells like. It's yeah. It'll pour slightly slower than yeah most other beers. Oh, how was that? Oh. Yeah, that was complex. Sorry, I started talking just <laughs> after I drank it, and then it just keeps yeah, going. That's oh, it. You, wow. like, like, like you need like a good, you know, five seconds of dead air just while you're tasting it. I'll give wow. it time. Oh, he likes it. So yeah, right. You've it's got definitely a, imperial. Keep for five seconds at least. It's definitely imperial stout at the start. You got that real big, dark malt aggression, and that gives way. You've got fruitiness, and then like almost blueberries are there, but then it's dry. Oh, blimey, it's... governor! Yeah, wow. There's all sorts going on in that. All oh, sorts. That 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 isn't. That was a journey. <laughs> yeah. I just went on a journey, and it was great. Yeah, right. Real nice. So like sweet to begin with, like real dark, rich flavors, mm. and then a slight sourness that comes through, which just disappears real quick into like a i don't know a slightly burnt dryness just mm. real good yeah it's it's it, it's, it's like I, it's like i was part of witnessing the beginning and the end of a forest which died in a fire yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's 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 a night out camping, isn't it? That's that's the, yeah. the point of this. Well, You've got the the wood fire and the yeah. I just felt like I went on some journey where I was just like you know mm. it was time lapse. I was yeah. watching this tree, the seed fell, sprouted, grew, and burnt down to the ground. You know that the, the sourness was the starting of the fire. Mm. Oh, the Man, that is a hell of a trip. And it's, yeah, I know, right? Seven percent, you see? Woo! Yeah, <laughs> and that that tastes stronger than seven percent. Yes, the, the intensity of the flavor is yeah, huge. It's, it, it is that real, that real heavy hitting mm. start, that, but really good. This is not a smashable beer. No, like the Black Betty, nearly half a percent more. I could drink a can of that in twenty minutes. There's no way yeah. I'm getting through this anytime. Really, close to that I, I still think this might be my favorite out of a lot of them though yeah i just had a black betty sip yeah, uh, in on. comparison and it's just not it's Ding. just yeah it's just fine it's okay it's sweet and smooth and oh it's almost too sweet now yeah that's almost too sweet all right and, and then decromer i am getting slightly different flavors at the end with it though now oh really mm. yeah i am mm. That's interesting. Good, better. Uh good. There were flavors I weren't picking up earlier, and they are very nice. Mm. But no matter what order you drink them in, that the Black Forest IPA just cuts through everything. Squid. Yeah. Oh, you're having some more uh, mm. squid ink. It's not squid ink though. But yeah, no, that is nice. But that definitely tastes a lot thinner now. Yeah. But I think I think you know. Anything would taste thin. Gravy would taste thin next to, <laughs> next to this one. All right. That's intense, the, 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 this Black Forest one. Yeah. Wow. It's really good, though. I like that. Yeah, it's not a traditional Black IPA. Uh, I've really got to give it that, though. Yeah, it's... no, they've, they've, they've done very well. Yeah, it's a very delicious beer. Cool. Very well, delicious beer. I suppose, you know, we've we, 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 we talked about our beer. We've drank all these beers. Mm. Uh, there's probably only one more beer left to try. That's Ooh, the yes. wart. How's it tasting? Oh, lovely. I think that's probably it. Yeah, bye. Oh, bye. <laughs>